we'll get it together. <laughs> well, guys, Claire and I are high for this episode, <laughs> yeah, if you haven't already guessed. Oh, my God. Okay. And Tess and I get the giggle so much when we're high together. So we will reel it in. Yes, because I can barely look at you right now. <laughs> Same. Which, well, first of all, thank you to Miss Grass mm. because we got these five mini pre-rolls and the sativa and they're so gorgeous. They're lovely. They're really beautiful packaging. Yeah. And then you, on, um, or you slide this open, it comes with a matchbox that says good at weed. It's so cute. It's so cute. I love it. And it's a female uh, started company, so we love that too. Everyone go check it out. Everyone go get high. Go get high. This is a sky and a cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'll, I'll stop. More. 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 We also are, oh, well, I guess, what are we here for today? That's true. Oh, wait, we can, <laughs> sorry. Last night we did something fun. <laughs> Last night was so fun. Just a, just, huge transition there but we did trivia night last night at the waterfront it was so fun it was so fun i i was shocked by the turnout i didn't think any of you guys were gonna show up yeah you know it's always like it felt like being a little kid Mm -hmm. and having a birthday party again when you're just like i swear it's gonna be fun yeah and your moms are like trying to get people to go to it um but yeah guys you know not to brag but they did have to bring an extra table in not to brag or anything but (laughs) But i think we should celebrate that round one seemed like you guys all liked it if you have any feedback yes please let us know because this will be something that we'll be doing often and we wanted to make it consistent so great please let us know and um we will be back doing it soon Sooner than you may think. Yes, and next time we can have the prizes of merch because that is coming soon, guys. Great transition, Thank Claire. You. Thank um, you. Yeah, the merch is so cute. We have three t-shirts. Yes. Yeah. One's a crop top. The crop top is that's gonna be my my first purchase, mm-hmm. um, personally. It's super cute. And then we have like a dark navy. Just like regular, mm-hmm. what's it called? Crew t-shirt. T-shirt. Yeah, crew cut. Crew t-shirt. cut. Yeah, and then a burgundy one. Yes. Um, and they're all very like collegiate looking and chic. Yeah, chic. So yeah, we'll be putting those on on all platforms, and we're gonna have a website soon too, so you yes. can buy merch on the website. Yes, that's right. Look at we're becoming adults. We are growing a business <laughs> as we're dressed like this. Yeah, we are in costume. We are in costume because you guys know this is our season finale episode. Don't worry. We're going to be back so soon. But we were like, let's just do whatever we want for this episode. Which means first getting high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what we always want to do. And secondly, talking about a subject that Claire and I, I think we both, I mean, was this the start of our friendship? Like bonding over this? Yeah. I feel like we did just look at each other and we're like, I know everything that you know. We're speaking the same language. Truly. I will say that you were the first person I could ever connect with in LA. Cause like I had watched the show with like friends at home. If you were always like, I mean, sure I'll watch it, but like what the hell, but you were the first person to have an appreciation for MTV's newlyweds. Oh, okay. So actually we watched this the first time. Um, and it's, uh, we watched this the first time on the way to San Jose. Oh my God. And we were like driving. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, do you, I don't know how we got started. We started talking about newlyweds and then we truly just were watching YouTube videos for the first time together. And I was like, I've never met someone who actually, like, I love this show. Yes. And early 2000s in general. In general. It's just amazing. What a time. What a time.
Oh, so that's what we're talking yeah. about today. <laughs> early 2000s. Yeah, we thought nothing would be more more fitting for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, it was such a time of so many things happened. So many things. Yeah, well, because we have things like the iPhone and the iPod, there's so much technology, the internet. So mm. everything was really just changing at that time. That's true. And I'm glad that we also grew up in a time where we don't remember what it was always like to have access to like, Oh, like Instagram in, 24 yeah, seven. Because no. like I, when I logged on to like internet Explorer, like you still heard the, no one could be on the phone at the same time. No. And so I'm glad that like, I have that in my life and I'm <laughs> not Gen too. Z. That's like, I don't know what it's not like to have instant access to like right. anything right at my fingertips. At like you had to wait for that shit to load. You did. And like, I was never pressed by it. I was just like, this is what we do. <laughs> and you're like, I'm lucky to have it. Yeah, I'll exactly. wait all day. My, another technology thing. Also, this episode is just not one certain subject. It's truly all early 2000s. All things Pop buckle culture. up. Buckle up. But I remember my sister had her own line like landline at our house. And I was like, that is what it's like to be a woman. That is luxury if I've ever seen luxury. It. And she had her own room with her own bathroom. And Caroline, if you're listening, I've always wanted to be you when I grow up, especially oh, with that own phone line. That's so sweet. <laughs> she was just like, to me, I so many of these things, I think I'll be referencing what my sister had. That makes total sense. Big I'll, sis. I'll be referencing probably what Hillary Duff had <laughs> or the she Olsen twins. America's big sister. I mean, literally, um, speaking of which, just I think a good way to start the episode is just discussing the Vanity Fair cover because oh. I think that embodies like everything we're going to be talking about. Of course. Okay. Of course. And I think this is what sealed that we needed to do the episode was when we were in Ashland, at Ashland Hill and we're mm. staring at it. L- you could stare at this cover. I what do you know what year it is? I was just going to ask. I'm Googling Vanity Fair. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you'll know after I say Vanity Fair teen actresses. <laughs> it it was like the the cover that spread out and it had everyone from Raven to Lindsay Lohan to Mandy Moore. July twenty or July two thousand three. And it featured Amanda Bynes, Ashley Olson, Mary Kate Olson Olson. Olson. <laughs> Mandy Moore, Hilary Duff, Alexis Bedet Bledel, <gasps> Evan Rachel Wood, and Lindsay Lohan. And it was just like, I just remember getting a copy of it, feeling like I had just truly picked up a Bible. Yes. Yes. It's like, I never, like, this is everyone together. I don't know. It's just so. It was overwhelming. It was like, oh my God, it kind of. even it broke like the fourth wall of like, these girls actually know each other yes. and I bet they're friends. They don't all have their own shows. Well, and that's again, like we didn't have Instagram where celebrities can post pictures of themselves with their friends all the time. All we had of celebrities was like from magazines. It was like seeing fish, a fish out of water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I just would just stare at it. Like I, I, and then in the morning I remember just like, okay, I'm going to start from page one and look at all the pictures again. It's like, I miss youth. I do too. And this, this youth was just, we're so lucky. Of all the times we could have been born, we got to experience this time. I agree. And you know, there was the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that's that's what we'll be going through today. We're going to talk about all of it. Yeah, we are going to kind of just go through points and different subjects during this time and give our thoughts on it. Things that shook us, things that shaped us, Mm -hmm. things that we would recreate Mm-hmm. If we could. Yes. It, check, check out our Instagram to see what we're wearing. <laughs> it's pretty good. It is pretty good. And all from Tessa's closet, which is also so impressive. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Um, but yeah, we, we've had a great time dressing up. We this. really have. Nothing like some butterfly clips. Yeah, exactly. Also, do you have any more lip gloss? What a time for so much lip gloss. Oh my God. Oh, just... I, I have it. I have oh, perfect. It. Perfect. In Clear. the Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> oh my God. Also, Tessa's and they're so gorgeous. I can't even get over it. <laughs> That was the time. We'll get there. We'll get there to fashion. We'll get there. But I think we should start. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What do you think we should start with? Well, should we should we talk about like the two scandals that we both were going to talk about? We love to begin with a scandal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we were saying that there's a few pop culture scandals in the early 2000s that are like no other and that we need to talk about. And that people still talk about today that I think it's like a universal feeling of remembering where yes. you were, where you heard the news or saw the photo of it, it happening exactly. on a magazine and like very... um. Uh, yeah, I mean, life changing. But it's, might say. I'm thinking about the ones that we're talking about. And it's so crazy because they're so trivial, really. They are. They're both. They both are. And I still remember where I was with both of them. And we'll give honorable mentions to some of the other ones that we were maybe mm-hmm. thinking about. But we decided to go into two. Yes. Ones that really um, we've never been able to forget. And we don't want to forget. No, no, we don't. OK, yeah. so we had um, two choices. And I'll start off with the one that I chose to go into and that is when Brad Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston divorced and then Brad Pitt had basically definitely an affair with Angela and Jolie. Definitely, honey. Yeah. I, I wonder what you guys thought we were going to open up with <laughs> to someone's divorce. Like the Iraq war maybe? Yeah, like, exactly. Like no, something else that was a lot more intense. That was life changing for all of us. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, I have done my research on the timeline of Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt's relationship and Angela Jolie. So, okay, shall we start? I'll take it back to 1994. The two crossed paths for the first time. (laughs) I can't believe we're doing this. And Hollywood is forever changed. In an interview with Rolling Stones, Aniston says that... I'm so sorry. Okay. Aniston says... (laughs) Chris is going to be. Okay, it's going to be. Episode dead ever. Okay. I just got to be serious again. Okay. So in 1994, the two crossed paths for the first time. Hollywood is forever changed. And an interview with Roll. It is so true. They're both so hot. They're, they were always meant to find each other in I some mean, way. I mean, for sure. So, Anderson says the first they first met back in 1994 since their marriage... Oh, okay, I'm forgetting how to read. Anderson says they first met back in 1994 since their managers were friends. Brad Pitt was just a sweet guy from Missouri, you know? A normal guy, she said. He's from Missouri? He is, which is so close to Arkansas, so it's like everyone is excited about it. Interesting. It's so crazy. Missouri is just such a... Not not to offend Missouri, but like you wouldn't think Brad Pitt's from there. But I also feel like strangely hot people are from Missouri. Shout out to you, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. So he's from Missouri and I don't think he's from like a big town in Missouri either. Good for him. Good for him. Good for her. So in 1999, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston make their public debut as a couple on the red carpet for the Emmys. And I'm showing Tess this picture because Brad Pitt's sunglasses are just... Well, we'll put it up on the gram. We will. Oh, and this is when she also had dreadlocks? Yeah. She had dreadlocks? Yes. Oh, that's not <laughs> right. Do you remember this outfit? I mean, it's quite an outfit. Does anyone remember this when she it's, showed up in like a crop? Right, it's a kind of like a crop top with a skirt. No, it's connected to the skirt and it's brown and like a paisley glitter pattern. Oh yeah, Jennifer Aniston dreads. If you look it up. Oh god. <laughs> so they both had questionable looks this year for showing up for the first time together. It, it's a tough look. For her, her boobs. Her bo- well, I mean, iconic. They always have been. Could have done a whole episode on Jennifer Aniston's nipples. <laughs> yeah, we sure could. Probably would have been our highest listens. That's for sure. Yeah, everyone's just like, I shouldn't be doing this. But I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, okay. So after nine or sorry, November nineteen ninety nine, just a few months after their initial debut, Pitt and Aniston announced their engagement on the stage of a Sting concert in New York City. That is such a like late nineties, early two thousand sentence. That's so weird. They would do. That. I feel like they were always pretty private. Well, they got up on stage right there with Sting, and he's just holding her hands out. She's showing Sting. Oh, I her remember ring. this photo. Crazy. Also, like, what a way to announce to the world. Do you think that's like their managers? I always look at a photo like that and I'm like, how sweet. And like, what went on behind that? Like their manager's like, you need to do this because it's good publicity. It's and they crazy. got into a fight about it or like wow. one of like, them didn't what's want the to. story behind the picture? They're like, it's very simple. We were just at a stage show <laughs> or like Sting we, show. We both love Sting. <laughs> I feel like they do love Sting because uh, Sting was on an episode of Friends. Okay. Mm, anyway. <laughs> classic. So 90s. Yep. So 90s say, um, yep. Okay. So they introduce themselves as an engaged couple. And then July 2000, the couple tied the knot in a lavish Malibu wedding. Jennifer was 31 and Brad was 37. Because I was wondering, I was like thinking, how old were they when they got married? I always think of them as older. Yeah, but, but God. I'm glad that they were 31, 37. It's like Me a good too. normal age to get married. And that was both their first marriage. Yeah, yeah. that's healthy. Yeah. I mean, do whatever you want. Right. But. Um, Brad wanted the private estate venue to look like a Zen garden. So he ordered 50,000 roses, wisteria, tulips, and lotus flowers. And I'm definitely just reading this from an article, but, um, a flawless bride, Jen, wore a glass beaded low back wedding gown by Lawrence Steele down the aisle and the newlyweds danced to the way you look tonight. The over the top affair. I didn't say that. Um, but it does kind of sound over the top. It's yeah. a lot. Well, yeah, complete with a 40-person gospel choir, <laughs> lobster meal, champagne, and Melissa Etheridge performance. Ended with a 13-minute fireworks show and cost the couple roughly $1 million. And that's what Jen was making on an episode of Friends. No, no kidding. She's like, I, I'll go to work for a day. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I got this. Yeah. And then I'll pay for her wedding like four times. Wow. But they look gorgeous together. So um, February of 2003, when an interviewer for W Magazine profile refers to Pitt, oh, this is interesting, as the love of her uh, of her life, her response is interesting. This is um, February 2003, so they've been married for three years. Okay. But also, I feel like we're going to be like, I get what she's saying. Um, is he the love of my life? I think you're always sort of wondering, are you the love of my life? I mean, I don't know. I've never been someone who says he's the love of my life. He's certainly a big love in my life. And I know that we have something special, especially in all this chaos and this nutty, brilliant, wonderful, hard business that we have. It's nice to have somebody who's anchored and knows you, really knows all of you. It's actually kind of a lovely response in a way, but I think like that's almost the equivalent of someone really grounded and mature mm -hmm. when you ask them, um, like, does that person make you happy? And they say, no, I make me happy. But mm. yeah, they also make me happy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just high, but I'm like, no, 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 no. I get exactly what you're saying. It's just such like a really like it's like normalizing not being like obsessed with love. Someone. Yeah. And codependency is yes, basically just totally. like, because even making a statement like love of my life, like we're taught that those grand gestures are That's so is. loving. And it's also like, well, that can go the other way and become really toxic. Yes. Well, it's so funny because my first reaction when I read that was like, Ooh, that there must've been some bad things on the horizon. I was like, no, that's actually just a lovely, beautiful response that shows yourself 
self-respect and yeah. care. And or when people are like, yeah, sure. Like I love someone every day, but I don't like them every day. I'm like, I always like when people say yeah, that because yeah, it just yes. makes you feel less crazy for having like hardships in a yeah. relationship. And things happen. And to, for her to be like, yeah, he's obviously like one of the biggest loves of my life, you know, but who's to say what the love of your life is? No, I like that quote. I think in like, if I read that in middle school and this was happening, I would have yeah. been like, they hate each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's cheating on him. Like if it wasn't love at first sight and it's not the love of your life, I don't want it. It's so true. It's, and that's so toxic and just going to set us up for fail if you believe that. But that's also what early 2000s rom-coms taught oh, us. it's so true. And we'll get to that. <laughs> we will get to that. Jesus. Oh my God. So in February 2004, around um, the time her friend or her show Friends was coming to an end, she did an interview with The Guardian in which she discussed her thoughts on having kids with Pitt because- mm. On my instinct, I go. always thought that she didn't want to have kids and that's why he left her. That's like what I feel like the media, I remember uh, saying. That's definitely the picture that they painted. Yeah, so she said, yeah, it's time. It's time. You know, I think I can work with a baby. I think you can work pregnant. I think you can do all of it, she told the publication. So I'm just truly looking forward to slowing down. She discussed her and Pitt's plan to spend more time together in the near future. She said after her finish... Or, oh yeah. Okay. So basically she says all of that. She wants to have a baby and work. And then they ask her on their time in the future. And she said, after he finished filming Mr. and Mrs. Smith, she planned on traveling with him while he, while he filmed Ocean's 12. So haunting. <laughs> Tess's eyes just like got shook. It makes me so sad. And I wonder how much of that is... <sighs> her even like talking to a fucking journalist mm. and she's like, yeah, of course it's time. Like everyone shut up about the kids or wow. if in her heart, she was she always like, it. maybe I don't want, you know, right. I wonder what she was saying just to contribute to like the image right. and of them as America's is. sweethearts. She is truly like, has been a modern woman, I think for a long time before, you know, oh, totally. And then she, she wrote an article, right? about her decision to like that she's never wanted kids. Maybe. I feel like she wrote something for Elle that was really powerful. At one point in here, she says she wants kids, but. And also that can change. Yes, exactly. You can want them at 33 and not want them at 37. Exactly. Exactly. N normalize it. Normalize it. Exactly. So in May 24, or sorry, May 2004, cheating rumors between Mr. Oh, right. Sorry, Brad and his Mr. and Mrs. Smith co-star, Mr. Brad Pitt. Mr. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Angelina Jolie began to swirl. In 2006, Jolie recounted to Vogue how she and Brad began to fall in love on set of the film, saying, because of the film, we ended up being brought together to do all these crazy things. And I think we found this strange friendship and partnership that kind of just suddenly happened. I think a few months with each other, we just found a lot of joy in it um, and a lot of real teamwork. We just became kind of a pair. It took until really the end of the shoot for us, I think, to realize that it might mean something more than we earlier allowed ourselves to believe. Can I just say, yes, people have affairs. People fall out of love mm -hmm. and they cheat. It's not the right thing, but it happens. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you're a terrible person. It fucking happens. Mm -hmm. Do not talk about that time together when the other person is still married. It's so disrespectful. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I was like reading this and I was like, no. I, I'm just getting no. so angry because I no. think that a lot of times society blames the woman for affairs, but right here you are being so disrespectful and I can't stand up for you. You're being disrespectful to Jen. You're being disrespectful yes. to her family, her yes. friends. Like, I mean, it's just, yeah. And like Jennifer Aniston talks about that later of like, he, they divorced, you can do what you're going to do, but that hurts so bad to read over and over again. You guys talking about falling in love while we're married. It's what? so not okay. What's wrong with her? Why would she think that that's... A, and right? yes, I think 
in talking about this, of course, it's going to be about like pinning. Are you on team Jen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it's actually like he cheated when he was married. So it's yes. not one or the other. Yes. Like she, Angela did not ruin anything. Did she contribute to like yes. probably it being more of a painful process for mm-hmm. Jen? hundred percent. Cause you don't just say careless things like that yeah. in an interview. However, it really is. He made the decision to, mm-hmm. you know, be unfaithful to yeah, her. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, after nearly five years of marriage and seven and a seven year relationship, they announced their split to people. Their um, quote is basically like, you know, we respect each other. We love each other. We're just going our separate ways, whatever. But they did say in the end, um, basically like, uh, for those of you who follow these sort of things, we would like to explain that our separation is not the result of any of the speculation reported by the tabloid media. <laughs> Tess is stirring her straw. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right. <laughs> of course it is. You're cheating on your wife with Angelina Jolie. I'm sure her Jen's team was like, you have to put that in. You can't make her look like this heartbroken woman. Yeah, totally. Woman. Totally. Well, and then so, and also Brad's team maybe a little bit too. Oh, yeah. Like, no, he's not a bad person. Yeah, They exactly. probably were scared that, you know. Exactly. He'd lose fans. Exactly. women. Exactly. his whole fan base. Totally. Oh, God, it's so crazy the way society works. So Jennifer filed for divorce from Brad on March 25th, 2005. And she basically told Vanity Fair that year, like, am I lonely? Yes. Am I upset? Yes. Am I confused? Yes. And just saying that, like, relationships go two ways, but um, you can only try to focus on your side of the street. And there it is. But at this time, literally during the year of their divorce, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie do a 60-page photo spread for W Magazine entitled Domestic Bliss. So going back to moments of knowing exactly where you were, that's another moment. I was at my grandma's house and she got like every single, she got Star Magazine, she got Esquire, but she also got W, Vanity Fair and Vogue. Of course. Oh, so she? So she, but also like love the trash. Mm -hmm, Of course. Um, and I went over, I went into the living room and she had just had like a stack of magazines and I saw that one and I grabbed it and I literally was like, excuse me for a second (laughs) and like left like everyone in the kitchen and went into her bedroom and just like put it out on the bed and was like, let me begin. Mm -hmm. It is so offensive. I can't, I can't imagine divorcing someone and a few months later they're with another woman that they cheated on you with and it's called domestic bliss and it's all like them and family kind of stuff. But that's why I'm just like, hi now. And I'm just thinking who made this call? Yeah. Yeah. Who made this call? And why would Brad if we do think he's the good guy that he is, and nothing is black and white, but why, but why would he, would he be that? like, I'm fine doing this to Jen. So Unless Jen like really did something horrible to him that we'll never know. But I don't think that happened. But I literally never had seen any smoke about Jennifer doing something horrible. I think like she's that. an angel and I don't think that, but I just agree. like, I, I'm just confused of if anyone with a heart. You'd be like, well, let's give it a beat. It's crazy. It, I mean, stunning photos, though. It's I, all like 60s. I mean, yeah, she has like this gorgeous. cat eyeliner and like her like, hair is all like poofy. Very and... fashioning, kind of weird on some photos. It's it's a but gorgeous But fake children with them, yes, too. Yes, it's really weird. That's what I'm saying. Like the fashiony, weird thing. I, I don't know. So um, the, uh, on October 2nd, 2005, the couple is officially divorced. And um, Brad and Angelina continue to fall in love. 
So at this time, um, as they're divorcing too, in the same uh, interview with Vanity Fair that Jennifer Aniston did, she addressed the rumors of not wanting to have children that ca- and that's what caused the split. She goes, that really pissed me off, she said to the magazine. I've never in my life said I didn't want to have children. I did and I do and I will. The women that inspire me are the ones who have careers and children. Why would I want to limit myself? Sorry, I'm talking really fast. I've always wanted to have children and I would never give that um, give up that experience for a career. I want to have it all. I remember that when she said it really pissed me off. So then you, so adding another like suspicious element to the story, like what happened? What happened? But maybe they were just so like different in the end and like they didn't align on some things. Like you can be best friends, but like you need more than that too. I know. Oh, and then of course we have to mention he went to her birthday party and her holiday party in 2019. And then 2020 was that photo early 2020 that shook the world of him grabbing her hand and her wrist. I was just looking at right now. Oh yeah. And everyone lost their minds. But you know, after some time you got to just see an ex and you're like, we were married what? Like 20 years ago. Yeah. I I can't believe that they were married 21 years ago now. Yeah. And it's like, I wish you well. We'll always know this part of each other that no one else will. Yep. And that's that. Well, Claire, that was great. I mean, I was like so passionate. Oh my God. I hope uh, that that didn't take up too much of your time. No. But it was a scandal in the early 2000s that everyone has their side on. Speaking of scandals. Now, now let's get to the good stuff. So as Claire and I were deciding what to do, you know, thinking about moments that left an impact on us, there was Britney Spears, obviously. Uh-huh. There was um, hearing about Paris Hilton's sex tape, Paris Hilton, Hilton sex tape, all, obviously the rise of the Kardashians. Yes. Um, and then we both thought that what else can we really talk about other than the Super Bowl halftime show with Janet Jackson you can't talk, and Justin Timberlake? Sorry, you can't talk about anything. I just jumped the gun there. But like this was the scandal. And it's also, this one's juicy mm, because there's also so much dialogue that we should still be having of why this has left such an impact on us. Yes. And it's very layered, you know, everything from like sexism, mm-hmm. racism, mm-hmm. Um, our, our country's deep, deep rooted problem with nudity. Yeah. And se- sexualizing se- women. It's just crazy. And so it like makes sense now that you that you're like, of course, it's such a big deal because like you realize that those were all aspects of where of were this, you, when but, you when that Super Bowl was going on. So 2004, I think I was in seventh grade. And I think, God, I want to say I was at, oh, my memory's fading. Um, no, it wasn't Manuel's house. <laughs> was it Zach's house? I remember I was like with like, because mm-hmm. I also, well, Fun fact about me, I used to love to host a Super Bowl party. Oh. I think from eighth grade to sophomore year of high school, it was always at my house. Why'd you start that back up? I would love to. I just always feel like a fraud because I don't really like like sports, but I love it's about the snacks and the drinks. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. (laughs) So bring it back. You must. I just love hosting. I love hosting. Mm. Um, okay, so let's let's get into it. Mm -hmm. So the halftime show was on um, February 1st, 2004. Um, it was in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. CBS. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember where you were? Yes, I was at a family member's house and I was in the room playing with a different room playing with my friends. And I just heard my family be like, oh, oh. 
how old? Wait, how old were you in 2004? I was in fourth grade. So like, however old you are in fourth grade. And I remember we ran out and they went, they just showed her nipple. Oh my God. Also, I think you saw so much from such a young age. Much too much. But well, maybe who I am today. Of course. And we love that. We love that. So this halftime show is produced by MTV. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And at the time it was focusing on the network's choose or lose campaign because um, in 2004 was a presidential election. Oh, with Uh, um, Bush. Bush and Gore. Bush no. and Carrie. Bush and Carrie. Oh, yeah. I always forget about Carrie. Yeah, I know. I, yes. I read it hard for Carrie in my fifth grade class. Uh, 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 so, yeah, so did I. <laughs> um, so the estimated total audience was 150 million viewers. Oh, my gosh. So during the halftime show, Jackson performed um, a bunch of hits beginning with All of You it's all for you. Oh. All of you. Oh my God. I always it's thought it was all awesome. for you. I don't know what oh. I did. <laughs> Wait, no, it is all for you. <laughs> I just read it. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm high. <laughs> and I had like two drinks now. I'm like, am I fucked up? It's perfect. <laughs> okay. It is all for you. It's all for you. Rhythm Nation and a brief excerpt of the knowledge. Surprise guest Timberlake then appeared on stage to perform a duet of his song, Rock Your Body. Oh, rock. Yeah, you got no, it. No, that's Michael Jackson's song. Um, oh, rock Your Body. Uh, rock Your Body. Wait, what is Rock Your Body? <laughs> Why can I think of it? I'm seeing it in my head also. Is that the a da 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 I think so. But also, yeah, that is because that's where he rips off his shirt. I'm just imagining people being like, we have this icon, Janet Jackson. And then Justin Timberlake does a surprise thing. You're like, oh. Yeah, you're like this little dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So the performance contains several suggestive dance moves by both singers. Mm -hmm. They were feeling it. It was obviously for shock value. Of course. Um, He like had his hands like on her hip bones and was like going behind her. It was definitely like sexual. I also feel like they're trying to make him not seem like this good old boy from NSYNC. Oh, for sure. This was a huge marketing. Like his team was like, hallelujah. He's now like no longer with the band. He's hot. He's He's edgy. Exactly. So as Timberlake reached, uh, reach his final line of rock your body gonna have you naked by the end of this song there it is <laughs> he pulled off a part of jackson's costume the move revealed jackson's right breast adorned by a nipple shield yeah that's what it was yeah for less than a second after which the cbs broadcast immediately cut to a wide shot of the stage and then an aerial view of the stadium so literally i think it's just important to remember it was truly half a second also like People wear pasties all the time. Now, I think my family said saw her boob, not saw her nipple, because she had a pasty on yes, it. Yes, yes. She was literally, like, it's, a, I mean, what was the exact quote from this article? I mean, so everything I looked about this was very adamant and being like, but it was blocked. Like, she had a, like, her nipple wasn't actually shown. No. It was something over her It nipple. was, yeah. So after this happened, the NFL, um, which had... The NFL excluded MTV okay. from everything. They were like, bye MTV. You just totally fucked us over. Can't believe this is happening. Um, CBS parent company Viacom um, enforced a blacklist of Jackson's singles and music videos on many radio formats and music channels worldwide. Wasn't it her that got her shirt ripped off? She didn't even do it. 
Right. So she did nothing. It was actually this little creepy fucking gross man behind her that did that. And he gets, are are his songs blacklisted? No. She literally didn't do anything but stands there. And you're upset because her of her body that she didn't do anything though. Yeah. So um, the Federal Communications Commission, FCC, fined CBS for an indecency violation of $27,000 and increased it then to $325,000. They finally fined CBS a record $550,000 for the incident. Guys, it's really not that big of a deal. Ultimately, in 2011, the Third Circuit Course of Appeals um, voided it. 2011? We're still doing shit with this? So... Obviously, CBS, MTV, NFL, all of this had a legal ongoing matter about this for, what's, eight years? Seven? <laughs> 2004. Seven. <laughs> Seven years. Oh, my God. So, obviously, the incident was ridiculed both within the United States and abroad. Once again, people brought her like, fucking America. Americans. You guys are jokes. Mm-hmm. Um. And there was a number of commentators saying commentators (laughs) saying that it was a publicity stunt. Right. A lot of people thought that maybe this was planned by Timberlake's team to be presenting him with a different image. Mm, But she agreed to it if that was the thing. I mean, there's so many different theories. Obviously, none of them had has ever come up come out with a public statement being like this is what happened and this is, but. Um, still they haven't well some people so like I mean there were just two sides of everything some people were like this was a planned publicity stunt Um, some people were saying that this was just a sign of decreasing morality in American culture while others considered the incident harmless and then argued like there's too much backlash about this what does it say about our country Um, some including Jackson herself argued it was being used as a means of um to distract the public from the ongoing Iraq war. Wait, like that's why they did it. That's why she said she did that's it. That's why there was so much um, oh, backlash like it about distra- it. Cause it was like anything just to think of stupid, you oh know, my gosh. Um, so the increased regulation of broadcasting raised concerns regarding censorship and free speech in the United States. I mean, this was this moment where, like I was saying before we got started on this, it's not even about what happened. It's about like the reaction is insane. The reaction is worse than showing a woman's nipple that it didn't even show her nipple. It literally guys, uh, it's no, skin. It's, it's just, it's just absolutely insane. And also everyone has titties. Like that's what it is at the end of the day too. It's so true. So the term wardrobe malfunction was coined as a result of the incident. That's where Um, that comes from? And was eventually added to the Merriam-Webster's Collegiate Dictionary. I didn't know that's the incident that it, like, really got big. Wow. So also, if we want to, you know, just be talking about pop culture and we're remembering um, the MTV Mm. Music Awards, do you remember what um, Justin's ex, Britney Spears at the time, had just done for her performance? She just made out with Madonna and Christina Aguilera. Good job, Claire. Thank you. Good job. (laughs) I can see it in your eyes. I knew. So celebrity stylist Wayne Scott Lucas claimed that it was planned by Timberlake, who sought to upstage his ex-girlfriend Britney Spears' MTV Music Video Music Awards appearance in which she kissed Madonna. Um, He's such a little 
It's so losery. It's just losery. But also, here's the thing. If he wanted to do that, that is totally fine if he had permission for from her to do that. But his silence afterwards is horrible. He should have been sticking up for her and saying, what you guys are doing is ridiculous. And he's never really done that. No. And he just last year issued a statement about Britney, another yeah. woman that he completely got the... Mm-hmm. good end of the stick yeah um and he he had no backlash for how he treated her and she was crazy and she was yes overly sexualized and then it was well she was slutty because mm-hmm. she you know you did end up having sex so all these things jackson has said um it's truly embarrassing for me to know that 90 million parentheses 140 million maybe <laughs> so, she, so she said it, she didn't know they're like, oh, actually, it's yeah. almost double, but continue. <laughs> continue. Go for it. Saw my breast and then to see it blown up on the internet the size of a computer screen. But there are so many worse things in the world. And for this to be such a focus, I just don't understand. Mm. There it is. I don't either, Janet. It's all rooted in sexism. It's yeah, all rooted totally. in also, you know, like we've said before, everybody loves a scandal yeah they do and they'll take anything and run with it yeah n- knowing that 2011 guys 11 is when this whole thing ended is wild um yeah i mean and that's it's a- still affecting us. it really is we're still getting worked up even talking about it and you know i also think it would have gone down different today i do i do as well and i think we're not perfect no but i think that we've made some steps to where it wouldn't be as we it just crazy. We need to normalize nudity. Yeah. Um. We need to not have shame around, especially women's breasts and nipples. Yeah. Because even I'm 30 years old. I think about two years ago, I decided it was okay to go out where not wearing a bra yeah, sometimes. Exactly. But, but that was embedded in me that? of like, if you show your nipples, you're slutty, mm-hmm. or you want attention. Yeah. Or people can even be like, it doesn't look right. It looks, you know, cover yes. it up. It's so crazy. So guys, we all have nipples. Okay. Look down right now. Everyone, look at their chest. Mm-hmm. One, two. If you don't have two. Maybe and, you have three. And that's fine, too. How many nipples you have or don't, we all have them. So shut the hell up. It's so true. <laughs> Thank you for going to our TED Talk. <laughs> wow. So those were the two big moments. Also, just an honorable mention as well. One that I always remembered was when the chicks, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, um, were playing a London show and said, I'm ashamed to be from Texas. And that's where George Bush was from. And they literally got canceled and death threats from saying that. And like couldn't make music for a number of years. Yeah, they didn't even talk about him. They just said, I'm ashamed from being from Texas. So anyways, that was crazy. (sighs) But now let's do something more like fun. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to mix it up. We're going to be talking about fashion. Fashion. So yes. And obviously right now, guys, we all know the early 2000s are back. Yes. So we decided it would be fun to do a uh, fear it or welcome it Mm -hmm. little... Mm -hmm. uh, rapid fire of trends that we loved in the early 2000s and if we're happy or sad that they're now in Venice with a bunch of 22 year olds wearing them all the time yeah. <laughs> that's his face it's so true <laughs> and that's a reality so. not a shame but, uh, but here we are <laughs> so fear it or welcome it back into our lives Claire should we take it away? Yes. And also this reminds me of Smasher Pass, which go listen to that podcast. Ooh. They're amazing. Yes. And they play that every round. Shout out to Danny and Grace. Okay. We love it. Yes. All right. Clear it or welcome it. Low rise jeans. Fear the hell out of it. There's no need. There's no why, guys. What are we trying to prove here? Exactly. No, thank you. Chokers. 
Um, I would say welcome it when it's like something chic, like a diamond or like a gold or like what we're wearing now. <laughs> but like the plastic ones, I would say it's okay. You don't have it. to say these ones. I, I know. I was almost like, was I having <laughs> a mental like break? <laughs> I bought these only two months ago. <laughs> and I'm like, I look like a little kid. Like something had to be going on. I love it. Um, but like the plastic ones, I say fear it. Okay. Love what it. about you? Um, yeah, fear it. I think now let's get into really dainty, like yes. delicate, but yes. Yeah, I think we just need to go more more minimalist. I agree. Sayings on t shirts. So this is like like Angel Baby sixty four <laughs> and like Sunshine Queen nineteen. Like Little Miss Trouble. Literally, please stop. I'm seeing it and it's terrifying me. It, it, it's just terrifying when it is on the 22 year olds, I feel. Like, if you were to walk up one day wearing that, I might be like, wow, okay. I even remember in fourth grade being like, why do we have these things on? It's trash. And my mom didn't let me get any. And I got oh God, I definitely one. Have one. I had one and it had like glitter on the words, too. Yes. And I think it was like something like sport, sporty something. And I remember she just was like, I will let you get one. <laughs> Wear this for as long as you want and you will never get another one because this is not cute, Tess. <laughs> no kidding. She's like, you can only wear it at home and not in public. Like, essentially. Um, okay. Oh, I added this one on. Purses and tops that say things like Mrs. Kutcher or Mrs. Bloom, Mrs. Michael Murray. I love it. I say welcome it. Let's welcome it. it. Like Kyle Richards, Real Housewives Beverly Hills. She always has that really nice clutch that's super expensive. It's from that brand, Eddie something. Oh, um, not Bauer. Uh, <laughs> from Eddie Bauer. Eddie, like She's Parker? Sporty. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's $525 and it's this clutch and it says Mrs. Umansky and it's in like oh marble. And I'm like, I think it's cute. <laughs> okay. I like it works it. for Kyle. I definitely had a Mrs. Kutcher purse. I love it. I And I love it. It was from Limited 2. Yes. Oh my God. I Shout out to Limited 2. And it just made you feel so like, oh, it was so fun. I was like, I'm a woman because this the idea that we would ever get married one day for me was enough. I love it. So. I love it. Mm-hmm. Welcome it. Mm-hmm. Butterfly clips, like I have in my hair right now. I actually welcome it. I think they're fun. Do you? I think they're cute. <laughs> I think they're kind of cute. Okay. <laughs> Does fear it or welcome I'd it? I'd probably say fear it, but I, <laughs> you know what I do want to come back is like headbands and things that like make your, like, I just really like mm-hmm. a headband or a, a yeah. scarf. No. Oh, okay. A scarf as the, as the headband. <laughs> just anything to like push your hair back in this way. Like okay. I don't like the butterfly clips per se, but I like having like... A little, it is I chic. think it's chic. Yeah, it's like womanly. Yeah. yeah. Um, crop tops. Yes. Yeah, of course. I mean, those have been back. We love a crop top. Yeah. And spaghetti straps. Yeah, I love spaghetti Same, straps. I think it's really cute and beautiful, and I love a sp- spaghetti strap. I also remember the tan lines from spaghetti <sighs> straps. Chic. So early too. And everyone's like, where Where have you been? You're like, I was in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Mexico. <laughs> I don't know. It's like this tan will fade, but... <laughs> But my spirit won't. <laughs> Spring break. <laughs> Sorry. We'll 2004. <laughs> oh, man, we're there. Oh, boy. Okay. Juicy track suits. Please, if I could have one wish. I I wanted one so... What color was yours, Tess? Um, hot pink. Oh, my <laughs> With the stripes at the... Um, wrist and at the waistband wow. a white and blue stripe oh my god i just remembered another thing to add on here i also had the juicy um blue smock dress that was like the tube top oh that you, like, my put god over your bathing suit <gasps> terry cloth was such a thing in the early 2000s oh god, it was it. just like i was like you're just like a cool girl if you I, lo- terry cloth. I loved it and i had a tan tracksuit too oh, oh my god i'm so jealous i wanted one <laughs> maybe as like I will treat myself to a juicy tracksuit. I know. To get for your next birthday. For your 30th birthday. 
I give you just a bunch of like tracksuits. Make this is all I've ever wanted. I finally made it. Um, I'm just gonna add on to this one yeah. real quick. Is the pink Victoria's Secret um, pants that were like? Do you remember the sweatpants that had pink on the butt? I also another thing. My mom was like, no, and then I begged for one. I got one on my 16th birthday. Oh my god! My sister had one that I used to steal, and then I finally got one that were like blue like they were not subtle at all why can't something in fashion come back like that where you want it so bad yes, so why bad. is that is that youth or is that like an actual trend that's a good question i would love to hear y'all's feedback on that because it's this things like it's all i'm thinking about i see them wear it and i want it right now i have like a pit in my stomach because i just know like <laughs> it's never ha- gonna be the same <laughs> i don't have one i'll never feel that way about a reformation dress even though i love no, it no no oh man so all right. Sparkly. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. I skipped. Heeled flip-flops. At first, I'm like, no, because I'm just picturing, the, again, the ones my sister had that yeah. were like really plasticky and bad. Yeah. Reformation has some ones that yeah. are kind of chic. Reformation has really chic ones. I'd say yes. If it's yeah. like black and simple. Welcoming it. Yeah. And we're welcoming the pink pants, too. Yeah. All right. You take this. Sparkly eyeshadow. I welcome it. I welcome it, too. I think it's so fun to play around around with your makeup i agree who cares like put blue island i like i do blue eyeliner yeah, on the I, bottom I a lot and it's just like yeah. yeah that's very too early 2000s but it's fun it's so fun yeah as long Why as it not? makes you feel good well yeah it. you're already painting your face like, yeah might as well yeah oh mesh chinese slippers do you remember these i do not want those back <laughs> I don't want those back either like what are they like, how uncomfortable to put on your foot. I hate them. No, they're not. Okay, so if you guys, you remember the mesh Chinese slippers. They're like half, they're like, well, I mean, they're slip-ons. And then they're all meshy with like um, jewel flowers on the top. It's so, so ugly. <laughs> so bad. So and bad. like, and really bright colors. Oh, or they had some black ones. have the neon green ones. <laughs> Like your shirt, literally like that color. Like who decides to put these on our feet? Like who thought this was a good idea? I don't know. Um, layering skirts over jeans and also the tank tops over t-shirts. I think that was just a way of like making women more obsessed with like hiding your stomach and being like. Do you think so? I think that people were drunk and just like kept putting layers on. <laughs> I don't know. So strange to me. I just like what I think about in that. And this image is Kira Knightley in like 2004 and she was doing this in like some paparazzi photos and being like, you look so thin and like, oh, is yeah. it just a way of being like, I don't know. I remember it just always like triggered me sort of. Mm, so that, I was like, well, I'm, just high, like just layering and just like women just having to be in. So I just, I don't know. Well, I definitely fear it. I fear it too. And I don't want it. <laughs> it's like obviously. truly probably the worst. Like the other trends are like kind of funny and like could I could see them coming back this isn't even funny it's, it's so not, bad it's not even funny it's not funny <laughs> it's so heinous so heinous <laughs> um skinny scarves <laughs> the skinnier the scarf the more fashionable you are <laughs> in my yearbook like with like my like superlatives in my photo I am wearing a brown skinny scarf that goes down to my knees brown is such a to your knees it was so long like it was too long and it's like the ugliest outfit and i have this like pink cashmere sweater on oh my gosh that was chic what are you oh, looking the for pen. Oh, the pen there that would be chic the brown and the cashmere brown was such a color for the early 2000s I was like i'm so cute and it's literally the ugliest scarf no please don't bring it back no guys it's not functional no and it's not cute either so if it's not functional and it's not cute say goodbye say goodbye um uggs yes those are back welcome it 
Guys, why wouldn't you want to walk around in these little pillows? They on your are feet? cozy. Not to like ruin the mood, but I think they're like really unethical of how they get the fur. Are they? But people, it, I don't know. Is if it that's real for fur? Sure. I think it's real lamb. Am I making this up? <laughs> I'm so sorry. What um, are Uggs made out of? On the inside, not on the outside. No, no, no. Not yeah. like they're not skinned. Oh, it's um. Oh, they abuse sheep, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But not anymore. So now it says UGG only purchases animals' materials from suppliers that comply with their strict ethical sourcing and animal welfare policy. Good. Thank God they figured that out. Oh, God. They're so cozy. They're so cozy. Thank God they did. It's not okay, Uggs. Get your shit together, Ooh. which it sounds like they did. Yeah, so I'd welcome it. Me too. Especially if they, they're not doing that anymore. I definitely welcome it. Uh, oh. I, can't, I can't not talk about raising Helen cover poster without you know, with Uggs. Come on. Alice just texted me about raising Helen yesterday. <laughs> you need to watch it right now. <laughs> Maybe that's in one of her best roles. I, I loved that movie, Joan Cusack. Oh, with her curly, beautiful blonde hair. Oh, Joan Cusack is in that, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, she's she's one the sister. sister. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, her curls. Yes. Oh my god! All right, guys. Uh, thank you for yeah sticking with us through that one. Yep. Yep. Should we talk about some music? Yeah. Wait. Two more things. There are. Oh, you must not have seen it. But we were talking about. I added it, so we're sharing it. Oh. But the two more things are piercings that we talked <gasps> about in the car. Oh yes, yes. Piercings were such a a phase of like the belly button piercings, the lip piercings, the tongue piercings, the cheek piercings, oh, the eyebrows. eyebrows. <laughs> there, there it is. is. <laughs> I fear it. I don't want that back. No, it's like so intense. Nothing about that seems fun. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And then frosted tips to round it out. I don't want that back. No, either. I don't want that. No, it either. wasn't a good time for anyone. No. Yeah. Let's talk about music. <sighs> let's talk about some in the spirit of trivia last yes. night. Yes. Let's try to guess some fun lyrics. Yes. You go first. So the first one, guys, do you know this? You can find me in the club. Bottle full of bub. Look, mommy, I got the X. If you into taking drugs. I know it. What is it? Um, It's 50 Cent in the club. Love it. What year was that? Do you know? I think 2004. <laughs> what an iconic song. What an iconic song? <laughs> Being like eight years old. And yeah, singing. and you're just like <laughs> grinding on like your wall. Because you yeah. haven't done it yet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's right. exactly what we're doing. Like, did you ever grind on your wall to practice? Sex? No, like grind like oh, freak grinding. dancing. Because <laughs> I definitely did in like sixth grade. No, like, you're like, this Just like, is this how you rub like... your butt up against someone? Of course, you got to practice the middle school dance. Oh my God. Junior high, whatever. Whatever. Oh man. All right, number two. Your mom came out with just a towel on. I could tell she liked me from the way she stared and the way she said, you missed a spot over there. Stacey's mom? Nice. Oh nice, Claire. Gosh, good. Thank you. So good. Well, I remember always being like, what? He loves her mom? I know. What a risque song. No kidding. And video. And the third. I'm so addicted to the loving that you're feeding me. Can't do without it. This feeling got me weak in the knees. Body's in withdrawal every time you take me away. <laughs> Is it Jessica? Close. We were listening to her in the car on the way here. Brittany? 
Oh, Mandy Moore. Yes. Oh. It's um, Candy. Oh. I'm missing you like candy. I feel like this sexual lyrics. I'm so addicted to the loving that you're feeding me. <laughs> Weak in the knee. She's talking about addiction? <laughs> so you're taking pills? <laughs> wow. What year is that? Uh, candy. Also 2004, I want to say. Mm. Let's see. Mandy Moore. Still kicking. It was oh god, I just spilled my water everywhere. Um, <laughs> it was how old was she? She was. Oh, it was nineteen ninety nine. Oh, still counts. Wow, that's crazy. Sorry, still that counts. That was in the two thousands. All right, what songs <laughs> were memorable mine, to you? I think one of mine's nineteen ninety nine. Oh, okay. Those three words are said too much. They're not enough. If I lay here, if I just lay here, would you lie with me and just forget the world? Would you lie? Oh my yep, God! That's it. That's it. Just oh, who sang this? Would you lie with me and just? Oh, um, mm-hmm. I Goo Goo Dolls. No. Oh, another like UK band though. I think Goo Goo Dolls are English and Snow Patrol is Irish, so I guess not UK. Oh, it's um wasting. No, it's dun, dun, yes, yes, dun. there it is. Is my memory fading? Chasing clocks. <laughs> Chasing cars. <laughs> Is chasing cars by the Snow yes, Patrol, which came out in um 2004. Oh my god, also 2006. Grey's Anatomy, yeah, Grey's Anatomy. That's what I was saying. It was Grey's Anatomy was so iconic, so, so. iconic. Okay, my next one when you're feeling ain't the same and your body don't want to, but you know, gotta let it go because the party ain't jumping like it used to, even though this might bruise you. Is it a boy band? Um, no, but it is a boy. Uh, or a man. Ricky Martin? <laughs> you want to tell you? Yeah. It's Let It Burn by Usher, 2004. Oh, of course you would do Usher. I was obsessed with Usher. The night I, I first like... met Claire, and I thought she was so cool, and I'd heard so much about her. I went to her birthday party because someone invited me, and they brought her out a cake with Usher. Right? <laughs> or no? <laughs> Usher was on my fourth grade oh. birthday cake. Usher and Ashton Kutcher were. Right. Love that. <laughs> like, that's what happened right now. Oh, I used to be obsessed Ooh. with Usher because I was I was like, what songs like really made me think of this time? Chasing Cars. I was in middle school. And my friend yeah. held hands with her boyfriends for the first time while that song was playing. We were oh. all in the car and I was like, she's a woman now. That's romance. I know it is. Oh, you it, can't get those moments back. You can't get those feelings back. It was amazing. Oh. And then um, Burn, I remember being like, I wish I said this to my friend and her babysitter. I was like, I wish he would sing this song about me. And she was like, it's about a breakup. Oh, my God. (laughs) But I was like, still, I was like, as long as he's singing about me, babe. Oh, I love it. Oh, okay. My last one. Right away, Marianne flew in from Atlanta on a red-eyed midnight flight. She held Wanda's hand and they worked out a plan. And it didn't take him long to decide that Earl had to die. Dixie Chicks. Yes. Earl had to die. Yes. yes. And this is actually 1999 too, but they're just so iconic in the iconic. early 2000s Ugh. of like girl power and everything. I love it. I love Ugh. it. Such a good one. Great choices, Claire. Thank you. Thank you. So just some notable mentions from some other years. Um, Get Your Freak On was in mm. 2001 by Missy Elliott. Lady Marmalade. Mm. That one's iconic. Um, 
Without Me in 2002. Complicated and Skater Boy came out in 2002. A Moment Like This and Kelly Clarkson won American Idol. Oh, my God. Crazy in Love in 2003. Where's the Love? Black Eyed Peas. Stacey's Mom. Chingy right there. Anyways, Bring Me to Life, Evanescence. Sorry. Mm, (laughs) We love it. We love it. So, yeah, those are just some notable songs from those years. Okay, guys. Let's (laughs) talk about tech in the early 2000s. Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, this is when tech was really, really going at it. The feeling of coming home and logging into AIM oh my God. and knowing your crush was going to log on and the sound of the door opening. The sound of the door opening and your eyes immediately go to your friends list and was like, who has it? Who was it? I need to play it really quickly. Yes. Just to feel oh, it for a second. God, I'm going to put it up to the mic, guys. Genius idea. But that we will never get that feeling back because no. now it's just so... We'll never get it back. And the feeling of get the dinner? Dinner. Oh my God. Log on sound. Okay. Oh here, here we go, guys. Okay. Ready? I remember that. <laughs> the rest of the episode is just this. <laughs> Guys, you get the drill. Sorry, we just had to have have that moment for a second. Wow, it's like truly the opening of the door. I have always uh, saw this. It almost sounds like it's coming from a different room. <laughs> But it's gorgeous. Mm. Like, I don't. That is gorgeous. Like, I don't know. There's just something. God, those feelings. And you're just like. <sighs> can't get them back. <sighs> and you're away message. Always depressing lyrics for me. <laughs> Always. Like, like, it's the worst day ever. <laughs> and like black. And like your bio, what you could put in there. So much stress. I always use the font impact and I wanted a way message because I was like, I'm cool. Yes. My bio at one point was a Foo Fighters song. <laughs> That I copied from my crush's um, page. Oh my gosh. And then he messaged me and he goes, I know that you copied that <laughs> exactly from mine. And I was like, no, I didn't. I just listened to Everlong by the Foo Fighters and I love that lyric. And he was like, I, I've had mine up for a year like that. Like, oh and he knew I already liked him so much. Sometimes that man, I'm like, Is, was that truly one of my biggest loves? Oh, wow. Seventh grade crushes. Wow. Seventh grade crushes can be so strong. And eighth. And, oh, God. Uh, but what were your screen names? <laughs> My AIM screen name was Pink Number Four Ever Eight Two Three Pink Forever Eight Two Three. Oh, classy! <laughs> I, yeah, I just remember being like, because my mom, I remember setting it up, and she's like, "What should we make your username?" And I was like, "I don't know." And she's like, "Well, what do you like?" And I was like, "I like pink." Cute, <laughs> cute. So there it is in in my birthday. And then I had a Yahoo Messenger <laughs> account, which I always knew. I was like, "This one's the losery one." <laughs> Sorry, my chair squeaked a lot too. Um, and my Yahoo username was Drama Dancer Four One One. So loser. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Uh, I'm a drama dancer. Cute. I love it. <laughs> what was yours, Tess? My like main one was Tessie Westy, 1991. Oh yeah, classic. And classic. So kind of similar to what my Instagram <laughs> is now. Um, I changed my Instagram name to Pink Forever 83. And my other one that I use more for like close friends was Ice Skate Gal 15. I only gave that to like probably like four people. Oh, it's like your exclusive list. Yeah, and then there was Cha Cha Cherry Eight, which was essentially used to catfish people. Oh, well, not much has changed, has it? Yeah, so Tess loves a good catfish. I love a good practical joke. Okay, that's what she yep. means by that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not actual catfishing. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, she but, does um, that for a hobby. I like truly cat. Like I'd go into these chat rooms. I thought I was talking to um, Elizabeth Olsen for like six months. Oh my god, <laughs> you actually like, went to chat rooms and catfish. <laughs> 
Elizabeth Olsen catfished me or like the quote Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> and I tried to, I would always look up Mary Kane Ashley's AIM and like just try to find it. And so then once I found her sisters. And so. Do you think they had AIM? No, I don't. Or AIM? I don't think so. I don't think so But they either. also did graduate from high school. Like they went to high school in <laughs> Thousand so Oaks. definitely had AIM. So they did, but like. Wow. But yeah, I found this random woman that claimed to be Elizabeth Olsen was like, I'm her little sister. And so I'd message her and we would like became. Are you sure she was a woman? No, probably like it makes me sick to think about. I know. But I we talked a... every day after school. I'd be so excited to go and talk to her. <laughs> and we'd How be, old I thought, were you? I was in seventh grade. Oh my god, it's so sad. And I was like getting. I was like, "What are they like?" And she would tell me. And but then at one point, she was like, "Hold on, BRB. I have to go to their graduation." And I was like, "That's weird." And then like the two days later in the supermarket, I saw a magazine of paparazzi pictures from their graduation and I was like was Elizabeth Olsen just as lonely as I was and she really was messaging me I'm like can someone someone surely knows her that is listening to this could you ask does she remember me Chacha Cherry 8 maybe I even put her on close friends no I'm sure I put her on Ice Cake Out 15 ask both for safety and then we will reconnect you better be what you're wearing what you're wearing now Tess Oh, oh my gosh, all... she's like, I'm going to be killed tonight. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Oh my God, AIM was amazing. Mm-hmm. And for that very reason, talking to your crush and then be like, what are you doing? Like, nothing. What are you doing? Nothing. And then be uh, like, what's he going to say next? Oh my God, it was so exciting. Also, uh, iPods, Claire wanted to mention. And oh, give, of give course. Give tribute yeah, to. Yeah, tribute to. Yes, I got a pink iPod shuffle and it was everything to me. I can't believe I got it now, but I was only about to buy like three songs a year. <laughs> it was I do. such a gift. <laughs> like, actually, they're like 99 cents. <laughs> but wait, you know what we also did? LimeWire. Hello. Yep. And there it was. And I remember there's like certain songs that were pirated, obviously. And I would always listen to Can You Keep Up? I have a Tessie Child. And they like, Can You Keep Up? AOL music. Listen now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> there had something in between the song. That's incredible. Yes. Also, do you, did you use LimeWire? No. You didn't? Mm-mm. You actually bought your music? I did. Do you still have emails coming up <laughs> I've been trying to secretly figure out. I'm sorry, guys. I can't like, or I guess I do not disturb. Oh man, I apologize. But anyways, yeah, LimeWire would have this weird Bill Clinton thing to come on to. If you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But yeah, the iPod. Remember the iPod commercial? Don't stop. Get it. Get it. With like. Yeah, I sure do. Yeah, the iPods were great for me. My most like cherished um, piece of technology in early 2000s were the colored clear. Um, Mac. Macs. Oh, those were so cool. I think of Legally Blonde yeah. when I think oh of my those because she's holding one. I think we had a blue or orange one, I want to say. They're so chic. Oh. Uh, I wish those would come back. They're so fucking cool. They're so cool. I feel like they could. Like all the yes, modern Mac stuff on one. that. Mm. Everyone wants one. Love it. Yeah. Razor phones and oh, sidekicks. Everything. Everything. Pink razors. Wow. Okay. Let's move on to movies. Okay. Yes. Let's do it. What were your top three most influential films, would you say, in the early 2000s? I said Crossroads. Perfect. For my, I will never forget. I always ate McDonald's and watch Crossroads. I've never seen it. What? What? Do you know Shonda Rhimes wrote it? 
<laughs> oh, I did know that. I've never it's, seen it. It's fantastic. Like Zoe's, Zoe Zaldana, Britney Spears, Channing. I think her name's Channing something. It's it, it, Heather Locklear is her mom. I'm like, oh, we're watching she's always it. the mom. She, she always is. It's so good. So I definitely Crossroads. Um, ten, oh, that's yours. I'm starting to read yours. Sorry. <laughs> Not another teen movie. Did you ever watch that? Yes. Oh my God. Such a long time ago. It used to make me laugh so much. Like when I was like, 10 I used to watch not another teen movie all the time I was like it's raunchy it's funny I love it same love thing it. with like the scary movies and all mm-hmm. that and then my last one that I put was either hot chick with Rob Schneider that movie Emma and I used to watch it all the time and that's the movie that I was driving with my mom one day and I was like what's a boner oh my <laughs> because in that movie she goes oh my god I got my first boner <laughs> that was um I was allowed to watch that movie and I went it's- over to my friend Natalie's house one night and she was like do you want to watch hot chicks and I just I was like and started thinking about my mom literally being like if you watch anything tonight you can watch anything but hot chicks and I was like <laughs> put it on and then the whole time I had a pit in my stomach oh, and I went to the bathroom no. and cried oh no oh no I mean, it is. Dib was right. Like the, Emma and I had no business watching that movie. My mom definitely did not know we were watching it. Yeah, but. yeah, it happens. Mm, yeah, so those are mine. I would say my top three are Walk to Remember. Mm. Had a fake wedding in my backyard to Shane West, where my friend held up a stick of him and we put his face on it, <laughs> and I, I wore a wedding dress. Where did you get a wedding dress? Um, it's probably like a costume wedding um, dress. Yes, 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 of course. I'm like all these stories I've been saying. I'm like, was I a loser? <laughs> If you weren't a loser in the early 2000s, what were you doing? Oh, my God. But Shane Weston walked, remember? <laughs> so dreamy. Dreamy. Although I did see him at a club in a club about two years ago. Maybe not so dreamy. Now. I saw him. At, um, I was in line in the back of him, in the back of him, behind him at Target three years ago. And he looked like he was dying. Shane West, are you okay? Tap three times if you can hear this and you need help. We'll be there for you. Um, I'll always remember. Second one was 10 Things I Hate About You. I mean, there's no Classic. better rom-com. And High School Movie. And the third's Clueless. I loved Clueless. I, Clueless would have been one of mine, too. I used to watch it all the time. Brittany Murphy is such a treat oh, in that movie. So cute. She's and so cute. And Elisa Silverstone, like, no one else could play that. Like, No, she, she was did. amazing. And Paul Rudd has not aged since he filmed. So hot. Yeah. All, other ones we had to mention, obviously, 13 Going on 30. Uh, which we watched High the other day. And we're like, it's really weird that Mark Ruffalo is playing into this behavior. And, like, falling in love with her as she is so childlike. Like, it's a little, like, it's, gross, it's actually. Little, <laughs> but if you forget about that. And Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde, of course. Um, Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, so good. So good. So. Yeah. There's so many guys. Yeah, so many good ones. Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, my God. Mm. Love that movie. Okay, and to wrap us up, our bread and butter, reality TV. <laughs> the 2000s gave us anything. It yep. gave me probably my greatest joy in life, and that's reality TV. There's my voice. Something that makes us feel like we have this family, and I we agree. are home. We're we home. Are. We are. When we're watching reality TV, we are home. Mm. So um, this is the start of all of it, and... Um, Obviously, going back to Playboy, Girls Next Door was so iconic. Yep. One that was huge for me was Jackass. You love Johnny Knoxville. I was obsessed with Johnny Knoxville. Guys, at this point, I looked him up, and I remember I was like, oh, or I saw somewhere he had a daughter, and I was like, I'm okay with being a stepmom. Wow, wow. (laughs) I was just so in love with him. I love your 10-year-old energy. My 10-year-old energy was manic. (laughs) It was all over the place. But, um, yeah, I thought I was going to marry Johnny Knoxville, so I loved Jackass. 
<laughs> oh, the simple life. Mm. Claire and I started watching that again during <sighs> early COVID. It's the what best, a treat, guys. I think it's on Amazon. You have to go watch it. It's outrageous. It's so funny. It's so funny. And, and Paris Hilton is truly an angel. She is a work of art. She really is. I love her. She's the actually so woman. nice to everyone, too. Like, actually nice. And they filmed in Arkansas, which is where I'm from. So enjoy that. It's so good. I love uh, the simple life. Okay. America's Next Top Model I put in there. Uh, really problematic. So problematic now. You're like, why did you break these girls? <laughs> Literally break them. Like their heart, soul, everything. It was not okay. No. So we'll do that. Um, uh, and just some MTV ones I want to mention real quick. Next, that mm-hmm. dating game. Did you mm-hmm. ever watch that? Um, Yes. I also feel like it was beneath you. <laughs> I did, but I remember just being like, I'm not into it. I was so into it. I was like, look at these freaks. <laughs> um, Sorry. But um. Uh, Room Raiders I also loved oh real quick a producer of um, Room Raiders wrote the book The Clicks oh and everyone knows about those books really do you know about the no. The Click oh The Click was amazing like Gossip Girl yeah but for sixth graders so mm. with Massey and they had Calaire I wasn't allowed to read them <laughs> probably because those girls were bitches but sorry I'm going all over the place um, and Laguna Beach. Oh, my favorite. One so my, good. Kristen Cavallari is so cool in that. She's so cool. I still want to be here and she's 16 when the show started. Same. I can't believe they were filming 16-year-olds like that. It's very weird. But Yeah, I wasn't like allowed to watch my mother, bless her heart, um, wasn't like overall super strict, but strict in what I watched just because mainly that she tells me now she just didn't want me to look like view Aww. women as being like objectified. Oh, that's so nice. And sexualized. So everything that was really like I was sheltered from what like wasn't even like violence or swearing like I was allowed to swear it was really just like objectifying women that's amazing meanwhile I ran home to watch Tequila Tequila (laughs) I love reality but I mean I would like sneak Laguna Beach and stuff but um the one that I was allowed to watch because I was just so obsessed with her was newlyweds oh my god now we're finally getting to it two hours later MTV's newlyweds which aired in 2003 to 2005 total of three seasons (sighs) Claire and I, right before COVID, went to see Jessica for a um, book um, appearance at the, um, uh, what's it called, that theater in Koreatown? Yeah, I don't know what that place is called, but it was there. And her book, yeah, open book, go pick it up at your local bookstore. It's so good. We got a little high (laughs) for it and saw some crazy shit. Guys, PETA protested in the middle of her um, Q&A. Yes, we did go to Q&A, like everything. We got $60 a ticket. <laughs> yeah, we did. She is our queen. And so we went to watch. And then PETA, people jumped up and stormed to the stage. Twice. Two separate times. <laughs> and every time. And guys, you have to understand we're high in auditorium right now. And people are just jumping up onto the stage. It was it terrifying. Was terrifying. And her husband, though, jumped up to protect her. It was so sexy. Eric Johnson, uh, you're sexy as hell. He really is. Just This next segment is all about Jessica because she is our queen. Yes, this is how we're going to wrap it out. Um, she was like my true early 2000s influence from fashion to what I 
wanted to be like to everything everything same and she was the most beautiful goddess in that show she, guys you will go back and watch these episodes on newlyweds they're on youtube people have compiled them together for you what Thank a world God. we live in <laughs> bless up god's and gift she is just like the most beautiful natural gorgeous little thing she's in the never wearing world. any makeup no she's like a tomboy kind of and now we know she was truly struggling with yeah. addiction and a, like eating disorder yes open book check it out yes and so if, if you know we're not being sponsored by jessica Simpson. Yes. I wish. <laughs> I wish. But she's just like uh, newlyweds. Like, give me some of your favorite mood or episodes. Um. Oh my. I always love their vacation episodes. Me too. Their and camping. Episode. You forget how the camping episode where Jessica just doesn't want to be there, and you forget that she's twenty three years old. She's a child, and also it's crazy watching newlyweds. The way they live is like not rich celebrities they go back to like their childhood homes which are very modest and even in LA they're like going to Applebee's and stuff yeah like, they're just going a different time to like chain restaurants they're yes. very down to earth Nick is always just <laughs> drinking um cores oh yeah Jessica's always just like reading tabloid magazines with her friends and oh like they're God. not they never go out they're like homebodies I feel so comforted in this moment like this show is I feel like I'm wrapping a blanket around I myself I do too I feel warm in my tummy and they're just like <laughs> They're so normal. They're so normal. But you also didn't know that there was such a struggle of a power dynamic going on between them I at mean, this time. You definitely knew. But like when you were a kid, you didn't know. But looking back now, you're like, this man resents this woman. He is so jealous of her. He's so jealous of her because she was so effortless and she was so successful. And her star was rising while his was very much falling. And one of our favorite episodes <laughs> is where Jessica's filming um, the music video to... Um, sweetest sin she's on the beach with nick they're basically having sex on this bed in the middle with her of the beach. dad just like watch her dad her. is like watching and directing it's all very sick it's so weird. and then they go home and nick is like kind of pacing he's like how much was your music video babe and she says i think she says seventy five thousand. which for the time 2003 and this is her first like it's her second album her first yeah. big one like that's like a big budget also yeah it didn't take much to do a music video in the early 2000s yes. and there's, it's one shot it's just them on the bed <laughs> yeah. and so then he like kind of starts like licking his lips and he's looking all nervous and he goes into his office and he calls his manager and he's like hey uh what was our budget for um um shut up which is a single he was trying to promote and they were like i think it was ten thousand for the music video but oh god we're so worried about it and then Nick is like, what if I just, okay, you know what? I'm going to put some of my own money into this. What if I put 10 grand into it? And, and his manager goes, that terrifies me. Oh, man. Guys, still today, everything he does and I say, well, God, that terrifies me. He obviously was like so insecure. It was so bad. And just like the fact that she's like, has this like budget effortless and then he's like can i please yes it's it's so sad he tries so hard he tries so hard but everyone needs to go back and watch the show it's funny it's endearing she is a ham and adorable perfect she's america's sweetheart i love when she walks out of the store and she's like i just spent seven hundred dollars on underwear on lingerie and he's like baby go take them back she's like i can't the final sale You guys might not think this funny, but you got to watch it. We had to mention it. We had to end with this. And we thank you for going along with with the journey. (laughs) I just love, it says Jessica after bullet point, her book, her empire. How did her dits factor into her success? How did we handle that? (laughs) (laughs) I just like, my thesis. Oh man, (sighs) I'm 
wondering what you guys are thinking right now. <laughs> and I'm scared to know. I'm scared to know. But I've been having fun, especially when we talked about newlyweds. That just makes me... I think we had a great time. Thank you for sticking with us for this hour and a half episode. <laughs> of like high rambling. Yeah, exactly. But anything else you want to mention about the early 2000s? Oh, just this is might be dumb, but I just was just reminded of this commercial. Remember the AccuView commercial with the twins? And she's like, yeah. I have a stigmatism. Yes. And I was like, oh, oh my God. God. Yes. The blondes. Wet Seal, Gadzooks, Charlotte Rouge, oh those trashy God. stores. It was a time, guys. It was a great time. And as everyone goes into their their holidays, which we'll be back after yes, those, yes, um, yeah, we'd love to hear, um, you know, if you guys are ever watching one of these shows we mentioned, just you know, tag us, tag us if you're if you're wearing something that you feel is of the early two thousands. Basically, just tag us in everything that you're gonna do because yes. we're gonna miss you guys. We are gonna miss you guys, and and we'll be back so soon though. It's gonna fly by. But also, if you're like, I want to watch these shows, but where can I? YouTube is great. I'm you, sure you already yes. know that, but I just want to guide you. YouTube it all. It's it's a treat. And in the meantime, please get our merch. Yes, which we, we'll have up in a couple weeks. And we'll announce it, but just be on the lookout for that because it's so cute and yes. you know it just helps us spread the word mm-hmm. as well. And if someone asks you what what your shirt is, what those little rams are, yes. please you know things. tell them to give us a, a follow. Please do. And I think we're continuing trivia night. I think we're doing one next month too. So yes, we're gonna try to do one every month. So yeah. come on out. It's also like a nice way to meet people it's and so fun. It always feels good to have some community and, yeah, and something to do. Exactly. So it's really not goodbye, but it's see you in a little bit. Yeah, see you soon. And uh, also tag us just um, on your stories of your favorite 2000 moments or just send me a text. I just want to know. Yes, please do. <laughs> and guys, thank you so much for this. It's been such a fun first season. Oh, my God. I'm so grateful. I just feel like since I'm high, I'm realizing what we're doing right now. It's the best. I love I love this podcast and I love you. Yeah, I love you. And I love history. <laughs> I do, too. I love it all. It's really been like a great thing for me mm-hmm. personally and me to do too. with you. And it just means the world to me. And Me, too. I'm so grateful for all the help that you guys have given us and yes. Allison and Chris and all of you guys waterfront thank you yes. for you know <laughs> people are like wrap it up yeah they're like oh my god okay yeah guys we're, we gotta go <laughs> we're getting kicked out okay we love you guys thank you love you guys bye bye